Hello, and thank you so much for tuning back into Rochester's Video Productions and Arts. Here's your host, Caleb Santiago, yet again, coming uh, from you from the small town of Rochester, New York. Wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about contracts. Contracts is not fun, but necessary when it comes to commercial work. Um, now, I do not profess to be a master of the videography arts. I only hope that some of my experiences and some of my uh, research in the industry and uh, what I've already done so far can help you either prevent something bad from happening or just inform you of what you what could possibly come about hopefully not um but also some things to prevent some pitfalls that you don't want to get into right so i by by any means i am no master of the trade i constantly learn every day and i think masters constantly learn every day as they perform their craft at least uh, humble ones. Individuals who are not so humble probably say they're a master, but they, uh, they're probably not a lot of fun to be around. Anywho, now that's not to say that I'm not really good at videography. I'm not saying that. But anyways, tangent over, we're talking about contracts or agreements today and how they profess to be in the uh, videography industry as well as the photography industry now videography is a very young industry right now photography is pretty mature at this point um, i feel that there's a lot of uh, uh, policies in place that a lot of studios and companies uh, follow that are extremely useful in the photography industry when it comes to videography there's there's a lot of um, novices. So if I can mention anything that will be helpful to those individuals, and I don't want, I don't say novice in a bad way. I mean, novice and uh, we're all learning. So we're all growing, right? So we all want to be the best that we possibly can be for our clients one and as well as ourselves so that we can do the best work that we can possible. That being said, Contracts and agreements. So there are three main points and a bonus tip that I want to talk about today. So that's four. Number one is contract or an agreement between the freelancer or the company and of the videographer and the client. Now, why would I want to have a contract? Well, if you're not so much so in the commercial industry, uh, you might not understand why a lot of commercial videographers have contractual agreements. And the biggest reason why that is, is because when you are in the work, when you've been doing work with a client for a while, and let's say, for instance, they want something outside the scope of the original agreement, whether it was a handshake or a verbal agreement, and you don't have anything written up to refer back to, you might be in a very sticky situation. 
Therefore, it's your word against his word or her word and vice versa. You go back and forth. So it's much better, especially in court. Hopefully it never goes to that point. Um, it's much better to, and it's just an overall more pleasurable uh, interaction when you say, hey, I know that you wanted these extra uh, assets to be done for your project. Um, when I referred back to the original agreement, they are outside of the original scope of the project that we had originally agreed on. Um, I would be happy to do this additional work for you, but I'm, I would like to write in, in addition to this original agreement and then talk to you about quoting on that additional work. I would love to do that work for you. Um, and I'd, I'd be happy to do so, but it would be an, an additional charge from the original agreement that we had agreed upon and discussed. Um, that way it gives the client um, know-how, or per, it lets them know, essentially, what you're going to do, how much the, the additional work is going to cost, and it helps you because you're not doing additional work for free um because if they left a bad review so on and so forth or they tell six nine other companies or friends that uh hey this individual you know scammed me blah 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 it's not it's not good business practice so you always want to have an agreement or a contract to refer back to it helps the client save a lot of that headache because now they have a, a document that they can refer back to. I, you know, let's say they want an additional uh, scene in an advertisement. Well, okay, well, we can do that, but it's not in the original contract that we quoted you for. And then they can say, okay, I get that. Well, is it in the budget? Okay, yes, let's throw it in there. And then you, then you could potentially get more work or uh, paid more for a project that you're already on, making the client happier and more satisfied and uh, making more money for yourself, right? Because that's the initial idea is that the client gets what they need and they're satisfied with the with the work of the project that you present to them, but also that you get paid. It's a business, right? So that being said, you want to have a contractual or an agreement that you both can refer back to so nobody's, not feelings are hurt, but nobody is uh, misunderstanding where either party is coming from. Very key contractual agreements. Now the next one is a talent release form. So this is uh, and pertain to any actor or actresses that are in the video project or the photography project. Um, as well as an employee that might be featured in that video or that photography project, right? So you want their consent, essentially what that form is saying, their consent to use this uh, in a commercial environment where profits might be exchanged. And then you can vice versa. If the, if the talent or the actor needs to get paid, that would be in that agreement form. Uh, this individual would take X amount of percentage, or they would take this amount of dollar amount, or they're taking no dollar amount, zero. You want that in there too. Zero dollar amount for any uh, anything gained from this project, and then they sign their name, so on and so forth, so that 
if let's say it blows up, let's say it's, I don't know, I'm going to throw a company out there. Let's not do that. Um, let's say for, I don't know, myself, let's say I have an, a client for an advertisement. I go and I hire an actor or an actress for part of an advertisement. I have them sign a release waiver saying that they're not going to take any profits from the commercial use in my advertisement, because if not, then they could potentially come back to me and say, hey, you know, I never said that you could use that in a commercial setting. I want some of those profits. And now you're in a, again, you're in a sticky situation. Not fun, especially in front of a judge and in court, um, because that is the videographer or the photographer's responsibility to have those documentations. Now, the third is a property release form or a property release agreement. Let's say you're shooting on set or you're at a client's business. Let's say it's a commercial advertisement for, I don't know, uh, a restaurant. And you go to the restaurant and you have an employee as a talent who's going to be in the video. You want to bring the talent release form. You want to refer back to your original contractual agreement saying there's going to be an employee as the talent in this video content. Um, and you're going to provide a property release form so that the company that your client is essentially your company that you're doing the work for releases the property. Let's say they don't own the building. Let's say they have a lease with a property manager. You need to provide to that property manager or, or the client, uh, both of them, a property release form that they both sign saying, yes, I can do a commercial on the premises that is going to advertise the business and I intend to uh, do this for commercial advertisement. You gotta have that. You gotta have that. Um, that's key. If you don't have that, well, hopefully nobody comes back after you because if you don't and anything goes to court, again, you're in a sticky situation. Now, this might not pertain to every videographer. I realize that a lot of individuals who are doing smaller work, uh, smaller projects for their buddies and things like that, you, you might not need that. Now, you definitely want to have that if you're in a commercial setting because it's, it's no longer the little league per se. Uh, big dollar amounts, big dollar projects, as well as uh, clients who have a lot of money who can come after you, right? Let's say the property manager who owns the property that the restaurant is located in comes after the restaurant. Well, guess what? The restaurant is probably going to come after you because you were supposed to provide that type of documentation. Cover your tail end, right? So have those documents on hand allow the restaurant in this example or the property manager who owns the building in that example as well to sign off on the commercial advertisement whether it's photography or what have you um, act like a professional have the appropriate documentation for your client for yourself it protects everyone so just in case anything bad happens you're protected you have it Okay, now the last, the, the thank you guys so much for listening, but the uh, here's the additional 
tidbit. It's not a legal document that you can have, but it's something that I like to do. And that's a checklist, a checklist of different scenes and or specific bullet points that the client wants to be featured in the project, whether it's photography again or videography. Uh, I like to have a checklist. That way, when you go over that checklist, for yourself, whether you're on set, you can say, okay, I got this shot, I got this shot, so on and so forth, so, so on and so forth, and you go down the list. Same thing with photography. Um, not only that, but again, it's kind of like the contractual agreement. Well, um, it wasn't on our original list. I'd be happy to do that. We still have time for that. Um, you don't have to charge extra for that unless it requires you to come back an additional shooting day, uh, filming day, excuse me. Um, so on and so forth. Uh, at least you guys both have something that you can refer back to. And you have the client initial the bottom of that paper and you initial the bottom of the paper so that you can say, hey, okay, I forgot to get this shot. Um, then you go back and you get that shot before the end of the day or uh, you schedule an additional time to come out and film the uh, whatever assets need to be um, filmed or photoed. So that being said, that is a, a little tidbit of uh, additional information. I like to use a checklist. I like to have one for the talent, one for the client, and one for myself on the day of the shoot or uh, when we're filming, just so everybody's on the same page. Um, what I like to do, another here, here's an additional one. I, for myself and my business, I have one of those little, uh, not accordion things, but they're kind of like little plastic filing cabinets. I always bring them with me on any job that I'm on. I print out several copies for talent release forms, property release forms, and then I print out multiple of the checklists uh, for whatever for videography shoot that I'm on, just to have that information. I highly recommend you do too. Just in case, you know, you get on set, oh, you're changing actors or actresses, uh, or you want to add an actress or an employee, now you're covered. You have the documentation, sure, absolutely, we can jump on in, just pop the additional uh, paper out, they sign it, you give them, or you hold on to a copy, you give the uh, client a copy and everybody's covered. Uh, the client can use it in commercial work and everything is set. So anyways, today, that's what I wanted to talk to everybody about is contractual agreements. Have them. You want to protect not only your clients, but yourself. And that's all I had for you today, guys. Thank guys and gals. Excuse me. Thank you so much for listening. Caleb Santiago here. If you guys want any additional tips and tricks, I'm going to keep on coming out with uh, different things that I think of that are relevant to the industry. Uh, but if you want a specific topic, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me. Shoot me a direct message. Email me at caleb at csantiagosvideography.com. I'd be happy to, to create an entire podcast episode uh, for you guys. So please, if you found this information helpful, like it, share it with your friends, and uh, leave us a review or a comment. Thank you guys so much again. Have a wonderful day. See you next time.